Today is the 26th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you as we greet a brand new shiny sparkly week. And before this week is out, we will we will greet a brand new shiny sparkly month. That is where we find ourselves in the year. I can't believe we are already. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but we are about to greet the third month of the year. Didn't we just start this year? It feels like, but here we are day by day, step by step, the next step forward together. And that next step will lead us back into the book of Leviticus. We'll read from the New International Version this week and today, Leviticus chapter 19, verse 1 through 20, verse 21. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, Be holy. Because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you must respect your mother and father, and you must observe my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make metal gods for yourselves. I am the Lord your God. When you sacrifice a fellowship offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. It shall be eaten on the day you sacrifice it or on the next day. Anything left over until the third day must be burned up. If any of it is eaten on the third day, it is impure and will not be accepted. Whoever eats it will be held responsible because they have desecrated what is holy to the Lord. They must be cut off from their people. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired worker overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind, but fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I am the Lord. Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly so you will not share in their guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Keep my decrees. 
Do not mate different kinds of animals. Do not plant your field with two kinds of seed. Do not wear clothing woven of two kinds of material. If a man sleeps with a female slave who is promised to another man, but who has not been ransomed or given her freedom, there must be due punishment. Yet they are not to be put to death, because she had not been freed. The man, however, must bring a ram to the entrance to the tent of meeting for a guilt offering to the Lord. With the ram of the guilt offering, the priest is to make atonement for him before the Lord for the sin he has committed, and his sin will be forgiven. When you enter the land and plant any kind of fruit tree, regard its fruit as forbidden. For three years you are to consider it forbidden. It must not be eaten. In the fourth year, all its fruit will be holy, an offering of praise to the Lord. But in the fifth year, you may eat its fruit. In this way, your harvest will be increased. I am the Lord your God. Do not eat any meat with the blood still in it. Do not practice divination or seek omens. Do not cut the hair at the sides of your head or clip off the edges of your beard. Do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Do not degrade your daughter by making her a prostitute, or the land will turn to prostitution and be filled with wickedness. Observe my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Stand up in the presence of the aged. Show respect for the elderly and revere your God. I am the Lord. When a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native-born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Do not use dishonest standards when measuring length, weight, or quantity. Use honest scales and honest weights, an honest ephah and an honest hin. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Keep all my decrees and all my laws and follow them. I am the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Any Israelite or any foreigner residing in Israel who sacrifices any of his children to Molech is to be put to death. The members of the community are to stone him. I myself will set my face against him and will cut him off from his people. For by sacrificing his children to Molech, he has defiled my sanctuary and profaned my holy name. If the members of the community close their eyes when that man sacrifices one of his children to Molech, 
and if they fail to put him to death, I myself will set my face against him and his family and will cut them off from their people together with all who follow him in prostituting themselves to Molech. I will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums and spiritists to prostitute themselves by following them, and I will cut them off from their people. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am the Lord your God. Keep my decrees and follow them. I am the Lord who makes you holy. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. Because they have cursed their father or mother, their blood will be on their own head. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress are to be put to death. If a man has sexual relations with his father's wife, he has dishonored his father. Both the man and the woman are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man has sexual relations with his daughter-in-law, both of them are to be put to death. What they have done is a perversion. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man has sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man marries both a woman and her mother, it is wicked. Both he and they must be burned in the fire so that no wickedness will be among you. If a man has sexual relations with an animal, he is to be put to death, and you must kill the animal. If a woman approaches an animal to have sexual relations with it, kill both the woman and the animal. They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man marries his sister, the daughter of either his father or his mother, and they have sexual relations, it is a disgrace. They are to be publicly removed from their people. He has dishonored his sister and will be held responsible. If a man has sexual relations with a woman during her monthly period, he has exposed the source of her flow, and she has also uncovered it. Both of them are to be cut off from their people. Do not have sexual relations with the sister of either your mother or your father, for that would dishonor a close relative. Both of you would be held responsible. If a man has sexual relations with his aunt, he has dishonored his uncle. They will be held responsible. They will die childless. If a man marries his brother's wife, it is an act of impurity. He has dishonored his brother. They will be childless. Mark 8, 11-38 The Pharisees came and began to question Jesus. To test him, 
They asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply and said, Why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to it. Then he left them, got back into the boat, and crossed to the other side. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, It is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? They answered, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes, and his eyes were opened. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, Don't even go into the village. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say that I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Still others, one of the prophets. What about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me 
and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Psalm 42 Book 2 For the Director of Music Amasco of the Sons of Korah As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God, under the protection of the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mitzar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. Proverbs 10, 17 Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this brand new week, all shiny and sparkly and offered to us as a gift to live, to have life and enjoy fellowship with you and one another. We thank you for this week. We ask that you lead us on the steps that we need to take and on the choices that we need to make. And along with the psalmist, we pray, as the deer pants for streams of water, our souls pant for you. 
our souls for you, the living God. It is your presence that we seek every moment of this week, that we might be awake, alert, and aware that you are always with us, that you are always leading us, that we just need to pay attention. And so help us, Holy Spirit, to slow down and pay attention, to consult wisdom, to allow your Holy Spirit to lead us in the way that we should go. Come, Holy Spirit, into all of this, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hi, my daily, daily audio Bible family. This is a work in progress. Um, I have kind of an urgent prayer request uh, for my daughter. My daughter's, over the last few years, has really struggled with... Um, I guess, mental illness. And um, it's led to some very dark paths for her, um, including drug addiction, um, which she's gone through treatment for. But um, her life has still been a mess and she's destroyed it. And um, the other day, about a week ago, we got a call from her and she had just said, and she had said that she had been raped. Um, and, uh, and we just got a call from our other daughter who, who said that she has spoke with her sister and, um, she's afraid that she's being trafficked, which is kind of like the thing I was afraid the most would happen. Um, and, uh, anyway, we can't reach her. We don't know where she's at. And I'm really afraid for her. Um, you know, growing up, she she loved God's word. She used to listen to daily audio Bible. So she has God's word in her. But she needs help. And she needs healing, like, like real healing. So if you would please pray for her, pray for her safety, pray that she's rescued from whatever she's experiencing and and also pray for justice for anybody that's hurt her thank you family hello DAB this is Kay from Ohio I want to pray for Kevin who called in um, I think it was like the 16th or 17th of February but he said he was just um, getting divorced from his wife three weeks ago and he's just worried about his kids, his house, what is he gonna do from here on out? And Kevin, I'm speaking from experience. It's hard, it was hard. I didn't know which way to turn and I knew God, but never did I draw closer than I did at that time. At the hardest time of my life, God drew me in and I had no other choice but to trust him and to do his holy divine will and he showed up. So remain faithful and know that God has it all in his hands. God bless you. Hey there, Dabalama family. This is Dare Dreamer in Indianapolis. Just wanting to leave you guys a little uh, prayer encouragement. 
I'm uh, gonna pray for three people. Hopefully, if I can keep my words few. First of all, for the son of Tanya, who uh, whose friend Melissa called in from Albertville on the December fifth podcast. Just wanted to lift her uh, friend's son up and for the spouse who left him, um, just peace and blessing over him. As a, yeah, as a veteran, he took some, took some hits and deals with mental health battles. And um, yeah, so many of our veterans have to keep fighting on in that way. So let's honor them in prayer. Um, Lord, I uh, actually, I would just want to also pray for, um, <clears throat> for Delta Echo Fox, Foxtrot. I can say that. Um, down in Texas for his boss. That his boss found comfort and peace and you, the end, God. And um, lastly, for our lovely, lovely sister, Radiant Rachel, who is so kind to pray in for us all the time. So. Uh, Lord, cover all these people. Let them be blessed in you. Let them receive you and abide in you. Uh, and find everything in you that they need. Pray this all in your name. Amen. Hey, this goes out to From Junk to Treasure. This is Micah in awe in Kansas City, Missouri area. Sister, do you know who you are in the Lord? You're so important in the Lord, sister. I've heard you pray for so many. I've heard you bless so many and encourage so many. Satan doesn't like it. He's trying to mess with you. Remember who you are in the Lord and remember that life is full of valleys and mountains, springs, summers, falls, winter. You're in a winter period, you'll come out of it. Things will get better. And I know you know it, I know you believe and nothing can take that from you. But I am going to ask, Lord, we ask for deliverance, Lord. She's looking around. She's looking from which way her help will come. Lord, ride into this situation like a mighty warrior. Destroy the enemy with a simple breath and laugh at her enemies, Lord. Destroy anything that would cause a decrease of peace and joy in her life, Lord. Just bring that peace back. We need our sister strong, blessing and encouraging others, Lord, like she was and she still is, but we need her strong and we need her happy for that, Lord. She's a strong prayer warrior and you know, Lord, you know her faithfulness in your kingdom. We just ask for some peace in her life and deliverance for all the things that are going on. Her family, Lord, let her family be blessed because of her, because of her love for you, Lord. Let it let it reach into her um, grandkids' lives, her daughter's lives. Just bring about peace in all the different ways. Send the angel armies to guide her family, Lord, and start bringing them into the truth of who you are, the grandsons, and just bless her, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Junk to treasure, this is God's life speaker. I am going to talk, read, and pray through Nehemiah 4. Prayer through hard patches is what I call this chapter. The enemy will taunt us. Pray. The work will be hard and even discouraging. Pray. 
Verse 7 says, The breaches began to be closed, and it angered the enemy. The enemy will heat up. Pray. Verse 9 says, But we prayed to our God, and because of them, we set up a guard against them day and night. Set up a guard and pray. Verse 13 is talking about exposed places to gather and keep your faith. It says, Then I stationed the men in the lowest parts of the space behind the wall, the exposed places, and I stationed the people in families, or your family, with their swords, spears, and bows. Pray. And in verse 14, it says, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers and your sons and your daughters and your wives and your houses. Rally up. In verse 20, it says, Our God will fight for us. God will carry on. All we need to do in verse 21, so we carried on the work with half of them holding spears from the dawn until the stars appeared. Heavenly Father, the dad family is gathering around from junk to treasure. In the name of Jesus, we come at her finances. We come at those relationships. We come at the things that are just knocking her down. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you lift her up above these things. Amen.